If you're an entrepreneur, then the work you do is sacred. And this podcast is here to help you create more money, more freedom, and more impact as you do it. Welcome to Sacred Work, the go-to podcast for women in business ready to learn about sacred selling, sales funnels, and online business strategy. Make sure you hit that subscribe button and let's dive into a brand new episode. Hello, welcome back to Sacred Work for another episode. We are going to dive in today on how to create a sales funnel. So if you've been enjoying the little mini series that I've been going through over the last few episodes, yay, I'm so excited. I've had so many beautiful messages from those of you who have been loving the episodes, getting so much out of it and really starting to understand how sales funnels can actually help you to automate your business and to really create something that is scalable, to have something that is in place to mean that you can create passive profitability, you're no longer exchanging time for money, and your business can really grow without you having to be tethered to your desk 24 7 365 like that's not the vibe that's not what we want (laughs) I'm sure that's not the reason the goal the dream that you had in mind when you started your business and it definitely wasn't mine either hence why I love funnels and so that's why I've been loving creating this series for you so if you haven't listened to the last couple of episodes definitely check those out following this one but this one's really going to dive deep into four steps on how to create a sales funnel now If we have never met before, hello, welcome to the show. I'm Taylor Ray. I am the founder of Sacred Funnels. So we actually build sales funnels for coaches, creators, service providers online. We love doing it. If you want help with that yourself, you can send me a DM at this is Tay Ray. Let me know you're looking for someone to build your funnels and we can have a beautiful chat. But of course, like I said, this episode is going to help you understand how to create one. So if you want to do it yourself, amazing kudos to you. Love it. I want to walk through the four key things that you need to actually be across. So we should all hopefully know by this point, you know, having a sales funnel is really automating a customer journey. So we want to be able to take someone from not knowing who we are at all through to the point where they are a customer or a client, where they've taken action and they've actually purchased. Okay. So that's the process that we want to take someone through, but it does take a little bit of planning and of course, some very strategic thinking when it comes to building your sales funnel out. So There's four steps that we need to follow. The first one is defining our target audience. And you might be like, Tay, of course I know my target audience. I'm listening to this podcast. I've been here for years. You know, I've done all of the things. I have my business online. Amazing. If that's you, fantastic. But I still want you to listen. I still want you to just revisit it with me because you never know. And you know what? I have a lot of clients coming to me. They've got seven figure businesses. They're killing it. But this is still something that I make sure that we go over because at the end of the day, if we set up a funnel (laughs) and you are not clear on who it's for or what the goal of the funnel is and the journey that you want them to take, it's not going to work. Like that is the main thing that I can say to you. And a lot of clients that I have that come to me for mentoring and for coaching, this is a lot of the foundational work that we do. And they have been in business for years and I get them to really dive deep and to look at like, wait a sec, do you know specifically who it is that you are serving? Do you know exactly what their pain point is? And do you know the exact outcome that they want? And a lot of the time it's close but it can be a little bit muddled. You know, there can just be a few different outcomes going on or a few different paths that someone can take. And I'm like, "Mm -mm, we need to streamline this down, like simplify it, simplify it, simplify. There's one objective and there's one path to get there. What is the straight line? And it starts with knowing who it's for. 
So like I said, defining that target audience. So really thinking to yourself, who is it that I'm trying to reach with my product or service? And we've all been there. We've all done our ideal client activities before. We all know the word niche. A lot of us don't like it, (laughs) but it is really important that you know exactly who your funnel is going to serve. And look, Within your business, you might have different client avatars and that's completely fine. Like I spoke about in the last episode, you might have people at different stages in their journey and you can have multiple different funnels going on, serving people at different levels with where they're at. That's completely fine. But each funnel should have one goal. It should have one end goal because if it doesn't, it's really hard for people to know if it's for them and if they should opt in for the thing that's ultimately going to then automate them through the rest of the journey. Okay. So for whatever funnel it is, that you are creating, you want to make sure that you know exactly who it is that you are trying to reach with your product or service. And you should know what the goal of it is. So what is the pain that they currently have? And what is the solution that you provide? Okay, that's the first bit. The second step is to map out the stages of the funnel. Okay, so once you know who it is that you're actually targeting, you need to outline what are the steps that that person is going to need to make in order to actually purchase. Now, with this question, this might be something that you have been doing manually in your business for a really long time. And that's really helpful, you know, especially, you know, when we're building funnels for people, we love to look at like, what are the current processes that people are going through in order to become a client or a customer right now? Like, what is their current buying journey? And it's great if you have an idea around that already. If you're kind of clear on the process that someone has to go through, where they're finding you, what the steps are in terms of their decision-making process and how they're coming to a point where they're like, yep, this is it. I'm in. Great. Like that's so, so helpful because it really means that if you're doing that process manually, fantastic. Now we can just replicate you and turn it into a digital version that's literally automated. So that's amazing. If you don't have that, don't stress, brainstorm. Think to yourself, okay, cool. You know your client or your customer better than anyone. Like you know exactly what they're struggling with. Even if you're just getting started in business, like there'll be some sort of reason that you're starting it, whether it's an experience that you've gone through yourself or you've helped people with this in the past. So really start to think like, what does that path look like for them? What are some of the steps that they would need to take? What does the journey look like? Okay, whether it's what you've done before as yourself, like as the person going through it, and that's now why you're providing the service or product, or it's something that you've helped people with before. What are some of the steps in the journey that they need to take? And then obviously those become our steps and our stages of the funnel. And we're going to start to automate that process. So there's lots of different processes and things that can be a part of it, but do they need a little bit of information first? Do they need a masterclass? Do they need to understand some of the ins and outs? You know, what are some of the things that they might be looking for in order to take those initial steps? Okay. And then how can we start to move them through in an automated way towards becoming a customer or a client. So for example, let's just go with one example of like a high ticket funnel. Someone might have a problem. They might know that they sort of need help with something. So the first thing they might do is like download a free guide, you know, that's kind of walking them through the 10 steps to X, Y, Z. From there, they might be like, okay, cool. This is really interesting. I really wish that I could have a conversation with someone. Okay. And to sort of get a feel for what it would look like maybe to work with someone as a coach over three months, just say, for example, right? 
Brilliant. Okay, cool. So that's the next step. So then they're going to inquire. Maybe they're going to send an inquiry form or they're going to reach out and see if there's any spots available for a call. What are they going to do next? Well, they're probably going to need to submit some sort of application form or like a contact form on a website. From there, what needs to happen? Well, they need to book the call, right? So they need to actually book into a calendar. The reminders need to be sent out and then they actually need to get on the call. Then the call needs to happen. And then from there, we need to send them a payment link. And from there, they get onboarded. Like I'm going all the way with this. Like, But as you can see, there's lots of little steps that someone might manually take if they're looking for a coach a consultant, a mentor. So we can go, okay, well, we can automate that process. That's a high ticket application funnel. So let's set up a lead magnet. Let's off the back of that, have a thank you page that gives them the opportunity to book a call. Maybe there's an automated video from you that's inviting them to take that next step. Great. That should then automatically link up to an application form where they're going to go through, they're going to fill it out. That's going to qualify them to make sure they're actually a good fit for the service. Fantastic. If they tick all the boxes and that works, great. It goes straight automatically to a calendar that converts to their time zone. They book in. Wonderful. That workflow should then be automated so that they're getting a confirmation with a booking link and a link to access the call. And then there should be some reminder emails that are automatically going out. Fantastic. Great. And then all that needs to really be done is the facilitation of the call, right? And then of course you can automate off the back of it, you know, sending the payment link, onboarding workflows, payment plans, all that sort of stuff can be automated as a second stage. Okay. But literally like that first stage of like coming through, not knowing you to the point where they're on a call with you and like, yes, I want to become a client. We can automate that entire process with a high ticket application funnel. So that's just one example. Okay. And there's so many that I could go into, but I want to keep this short and sweet for you and keep moving through. But hopefully that gives you a bit of a picture of how you can consider the different stages someone goes through and how that can become an automated process. Okay. So that's step two. The third step is you want to then create targeted marketing campaigns. Okay, so once you have your funnel in place, that is when we really want to focus on our marketing efforts. Now, this is what I teach people, okay? Everybody does this in reverse and it's the most painful thing to watch (laughs) where everybody's out there creating content, doing the most on social media, showing up on like 15 different platforms and feeling so exhausted and burnt out in their business because there's no ROI on it. They're doing all of the things, showing up everywhere and they're like, oh my God, why is my business not thriving? I know what I do is epic. I know I'm putting heaps of content out there, but nothing seems to be happening. And I'm always like, well, what do you have in place that's automating the process from them seeing something online to actually working with you? And they're like, oh, well, nothing. Like they can send me a DM or they can find my website and send me a message. Well, that's not very automated. So there's so many people who are just like falling away because it's not clear to them the steps that they actually need to take to become a client of yours or to become a customer. And so we want to make sure that we do things in reverse. And this is why I literally half of my job is like getting people to see things the complete opposite to the way they've been taught to do it. We all got taught to just create on social, like just create content, create content. Customers will come. Well, they will, (laughs) but it's going to happen a lot faster if you actually have processes in place that nurture that in an automatic way. So I always say, get your funnel set up and then let's focus on the marketing. And that's obviously the third step. So of course, once you've got, you know, something in place, you know, to capture their email address, automate the relationship building, move them towards a sale in a passive way that doesn't require you, please go all out, have a great time, do the podcast, be on TikTok, whatever you want. 
Okay. But make sure that you've got something in place that actually makes your time worthwhile. Otherwise you're just going to burn yourself doing the most for literally no results. Okay. So that's step three. And then step four is we want to make sure that we are measuring and analyzing our results. Okay. This is so important. And again, something that so many of us literally forget. We're like, okay, cool. I'll just keep showing up. I'll just keep doing lots of things, but we have no idea if it's working or if it's not. And again, that's going to lead to disappointment. If things aren't going your way, if your business isn't growing, if it's stagnating, if it's losing you money, you are going to be like, oh my God, I can't keep doing this. Like you're going to want to pull out. And that's obviously going to lead to a lot of, it's what leads to a lot of entrepreneurs just bailing. Okay. And we don't want that for you. We want you to keep going. We want you to keep doing your sacred work in the world. We want your business to grow. Okay. But it's very hard to identify where the holes are and what's working and what's not if you're not making it a consistent practice to actually analyze your results and you're literally just driving blind. Okay, that is the fastest way to disappointment and to failed business essentially. So I know it's not the sexiest thing in the world. It's not the thing that we love. Like you might love getting on video. You might love creating content or whatever. Amazing. Learn to love the piece that is the analyzing of the results until such time that you can outsource that to someone else to do it. You can bring in an OBM or a COO or someone to help you analyze the data a little bit more. But if it's just you at the moment, that's okay. You just need to set aside half an hour or an hour a week. Have a look through, look at what's working, look at what's not. What results are coming through from your funnels? I spoke about this in the last episode, the power of sacred funnel math and understanding your conversion rates. Where are things falling over? Where could they be a little bit stronger? You know, understand that. Look at where the majority of your leads are coming from. So you might be killing yourself creating content for Instagram, but like none of your audience is seeing or engaging with it. Nothing's really happening. No one's clicking any links in your bio. There's really no ROI there. But you might be like just every now and then say creating, repurposing that content onto Pinterest And that's going gangbusters. Like lots of leads are coming in. People are checking out your website. They're looking at like different ways to work with you. But if you're not measuring those results, how do you know? Like you just know you're putting heaps of effort into Instagram and nothing's really happening. And every now and then you're showing up on Pinterest, but actually the most action is happening from Pinterest. Like the majority of your engagement and people wanting to find out more is Pinterest. So if you can then reorganize your energy and your effort to spend a bit more time on Pinterest and less time on Instagram, you're going to enjoy the process more. You're going to feel less burnt out and you're going to get a better result. And then if you know that your funnel's working, amazing. Focus on getting more people through Pinterest as the top of your funnel to come through. And then you're going to see, you know, where you can improve different stages of your funnel. But this all comes down to analyzing data and having a look at the results so that you can see what's working, what's not, and then actually make decisions that help you to improve. So that's a lot, I know, but I really hope that that's helping you to see how you can really easily create a process that's going to work for you. It's going to mean your business is actually going to grow. You're not just like guessing. Like this is like my least favorite thing is seeing people just stumbling in the dark, guessing, having really no idea, being like, I'm just making content for Instagram. And I'm like, that's good. But why? Like, what are you doing outside of that? Like, Put your business hat on. Like at the end of the day, you're a business owner. And it's so important to recognize that outside of just a content creator, not any hate on that content creators. We love them. I'm all for the creators. And so many of my clients and my customers are creators, but they're creators who are thinking smarter about their business and why they are actually creating and putting this effort in. And then they're taking steps to then create a return on the investment of time. So essentially you're doing all of this creation. You've got to ask yourself why, and then, okay, cool. Let's make some smart decisions around 
how we can take our beautiful passion as a creator and turn that into something that's actually generating income. Like that's the dream, right? Create equals cash. Like that's what you want. So you want to enjoy what you're doing, but you want there to be some sort of result. Okay. So you definitely want to make sure that you are following these steps in order to get a sales funnel set up in your business. And like I said, if you want my help with it, I'm here for you. We'll build it for you. You don't have to worry about that side of things. That's my mojo. That's my jam. It's what I love. Let me do it for you. So if that's of interest to you, shoot me a message on Instagram. I'm at this is Tayray. Let me know you listen to the pod and that you are looking for a little bit of help with getting a funnel set up and we can have a chat. Okay. That's it. Hope you enjoyed it, my love. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you did enjoy the episode, please do take 30 seconds, leave a five-star review on whatever platform you're listening. It helps me more than you know, and it really allows us to reach more people who need this content. Until next week, I'm sending you all the love. Have the best week, and I will see you next time. Bye.